Hello, today is the Sunday next before Easter, commonly called Palm Sunday, the 28th of March, 2021, and uh, welcome to Proper Ponderings. I would invite you now to pray with me the collect uh, for Palm Sunday. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind has sent thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience and also be made partakers of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, in the collect we uh, acknowledge that God, of his love toward mankind, sent his son Jesus both to take upon him our flesh and to uh, be subject to the law just as we are, and of course, in his case, to perfectly keep the law as he did, and ultimately to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Now, we're not called to, most of mankind will not be called to suffer death upon a cross, but we, when we consider how he humbled himself, we should we should uh, seek to likewise live lives marked by humility. And we ask both, we ask uh, by God's grace, we ask him to grant that we may be ma both be made partakers of uh, his resurrection, or that we may both follow the example of his patience, and likewise to be made partakers of his resurrection. And of course, we ask this through the name of, of Jesus our Lord, Jesus Christ our Lord. The epistle appointed for today is, begins at the fifth chapter of the second, excuse, excuse me, the fifth verse of the second chapter of St. Paul's epistle to the Philippians. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Well, in this this part this part of Saint Paul's epistle to the Philippians, Saint Paul writes to his readers, and he charges them to have the same mind uh, that Jesus had. And he notes that he, although he was in the form of God, although he was equal to God, although he was the second person of the Triune Godhead did not count equality with God something to be grasped, something to be held on to, uh, something uh, too precious to give up, but out of love for us, indeed, he did give it up. And he made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant. The Greek word there is, is dolos, bond servant, uh, slave, really. But he came and he made himself a servant and was born in the likeness of men and subject to all of our weaknesses and all of our uh, things that we would experience 
that would cause pain like having nails driven into our hands caused him likewise to feel pain. And he humbled himself, becoming obedient even to the point of death, even death on a cross. Now, the cross in those days was a particularly shameful form of death. It was scandalous. Um, it was particularly despised. But Jesus loved us so much that he, he gave himself for us on the cross. He hung there and he, and he suffered and he died. And he did so out of love for his, his children, right? for a love for his people. And as a result of that, God has highly exalted him and bestowed upon him that name that is above every name. Indeed, St. Paul writes the Philippians that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and indeed one day will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. As he was humbled, now he is exalted. And likewise, we are charged to live lives marked by that same kind of humility, not in hope of any kind of exaltation, but in humble obedience to Christ and being aware that our standing in him is purely because of God's grace. The epistle appointed for today uh, is found in the 27th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Here beginneth the 27th chapter of the gospel according to St. Matthew. When morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate the governor. And when Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and the elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They said, What is that to us? See to it yourself, and throwing down the pieces of silver in the, into the temple. He departed and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priest, taking the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, since it is blood money. So they took counsel and, brought with them the, and, and bought with them the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Therefore that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken by the prophet Jeremiah, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him on whom a price had been set by some of the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priest and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave them no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered to Pilate, when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, whom do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting in the judgment seat, his wife, had, his wife sent word to him, 
have nothing to do with this righteous man, for I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. Now the chief priest and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor said to them, Which of the two would you want me to release for, for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? And they all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's quarters, and when they gathered the whole battalion before him, and they gathered the whole battalion before him, and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head, and put a rod reed in his right hand, and kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, "Hail, King of the Jews!" And they spit on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him. <clears throat> they stripped him of his robe and put on his own his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. As they went out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. And they compelled him, this man, to carry the cross. When they came to the place called Golgotha, which means a place, means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, they would not, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head they put on they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified him with, with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those who passed by despite derided him, saying, wagging their heads, and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priest with the scribes of the elders mocked him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe him now. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he, if he desires him. For he said, I am the son of God. And the robbers who were crucified with him also reviled him in the same way. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge and filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. 
and the earth shook and the rocks were split and the tombs were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the tomb out of the tombs after his resurrection they went into the holy city and appeared to many when the centurion and those who were with him keeping watch over jesus saw the earthquake and what took place they were filled with awe and said truly this was the son of god well before i was an anglican i was a presbyterian and uh, was not used to using a set lectionary. Uh, on those days when I would preach on Palm Sunday, this is not the text that I would use. I would read the text of the triumphal entry into Jerusalem uh, because, of course, that is what Palm Sunday uh, recounts and celebrates. Uh, so it was a little shocking to me when I became an Anglican and got used to using the Book of Common Prayer to see that this was the gospel appointed for today. Now, the account of the triumphal entry in many churches uh, has always been in churches where I have, uh, which I have been, where I have been the vicar. Uh, it often is commemorated with the blessing of the palms and and a, a, a service there and. Uh, a short uh, service, and that portion is read. But it's an interesting thing that the prayer book does, taking us to this account of his betrayal and, indeed, his crucifixion. Um, I don't think it's, it's a futile thing that the prayer book does, for we need to be reminded of why Jesus came here, and what Palm Sunday represents. Now, of course, the triumphal entry, uh, you have people, as Jesus walks into, comes to Jerusalem, they're waving palm branches. And they, that is filled with symbolic symbolism that, while it may escape you and I, living as we do in the uh, 21st century, it would not have escaped rulers in the Roman Empire uh, in those days. Those people thought that Jesus was coming to deliver him. They thought they were attending the, the coronation of a new king. And indeed they were, unbeknownst to themselves. For they looked for earthly redemption. Jesus came to give salvation uh, from our sins, but only a few days later, you have this account of the Jesus being delivered to Pontius Pilate and all the chief priests and the elders, and they bound him and let, lead him away, and they turn him over to Pilate, the governor. Uh, you have Judas hanging himself, and the problem of what to do with thirty pieces of silver um, for which he sold Jesus, because. That's now considered blood money, considered dirty money. You have Jesus standing before Pilate and uh, before the governor. And you have uh, Pilate, uh, this account of Pilate offering Jesus and Barabbas to the crowd. Traditionally, one person was chosen uh, to be released. 
and Jesus would have seemed the natural person, the natural choice. But no, instead, the crowd cries out for Barabbas and says, give us Barabbas. And it's worth noting Pilate's wife, who came to him uh, in a dream, uh, by tradition, she was, there's good reason to think that she was herself a, a believer, a Christian. And so Jesus delivered, Pilate delivers Jesus to be crucified, and Pilate washes his hands. And he says, I'm innocent of this man's blood. And Jesus is mocked, and they put a robe of scarlet on him. There's symbolism there having to do with royalty, and they put a crown of thorns upon his head, and they are mocking him and saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And in fact, Jesus was King of the Jews. He's King of, of all nations. And after they've mocked him and stripped him of the robe and put his clothes on him, they lead him away to crucify him. And we have this account of Jesus um, going to, uh, trying to carry his cross. And he stumbles. And so Simon uh, is called upon to help him bear the cross. And as all of this is happening, as Jesus is, is hanging there between the two mockers, you have or two robbers, you have people mocking him, saying, "You would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Save yourself if you are the Son of God. Come down from the cross." Of course, Jesus did restore his earthly temple, his his bodily temple, in three days, with the resurrection. And he bears scorn, and he bears ridicule, and he bears insult. And then we read that there was darkness over the land until the ninth hour, and about the ninth hour Jesus cries out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, laba sabachthani, that is my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And the bystanders hear this and think he's calling for Elijah. They don't understand he's talking to his, his earthly father, or to his heavenly father, excuse me. And one of them takes a sponge and puts on it sour wine and, and gives that to him to drink. And then even there they're mocking him. And you read the curtain of the temple being torn in two from top to bottom and the tombs opening and uh, the the dead in Christ, uh, some of the, the Old Testament saints rising at that point. And the centurion and all who were with him see this earthquake and what takes place. They are filled with awe. And that centurion uh, says, truly, this was the Son of God. The signs and the wonders of Jesus's surrounding Jesus's death, uh, which will be commemorated later this week on on Good Friday. But the signs and wonders were so wonderful that that centurion realized that this was God the Son. I pray that you have a blessed Holy Week. Let us never forget the great love that was shown to us in Jesus' sacrifice and his 
humiliation upon the cross. Let us rejoice in his exaltation. Thank you and God bless you.